Today we'll be looking at uh, the introduction to the steps to the freedom in Christ, and this is to conclude the anger and physical health. God created Adam and Eve in his image and in his likeness. They were physically and spiritually alive, and the latter means that their souls were in union with God. Living in a dependent relationship with their Heavenly Father, they were to rule over the birds of the sky, the beasts of the field, and the fish of the sea. Adam and Eve were accepted, secure, and significant. Acting independently of God, they chose to disobey Him, and their choice to sin separated them from God. Genesis 2:15 and 3 to 13. They immediately felt fearful, anxious, depressed, and insecure, because Eve was deceived by Satan, and because Adam sinned. All their descendants are born physically alive but spiritually dead. Ephesians 2:1. Since all have sinned, Romans 3:23. Those who remain separated from God will struggle with personal and spiritual conflicts. Satan became the rebel holder of authority and the God of this world. Jesus referred to him as the ruler of this world, and the Apostle John wrote that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one, 1 John 5.19. Jesus came to undo the works of Satan, 1 John 3.8, and take upon himself the sins of the world. By dying for our sins, Jesus removed the barrier that existed between God and those he created in his image. The resurrection of Christ brought new life to those who put their trust in him. Every born-again believer's soul is again in union with God, and that is most often communicated in the New Testament by saying, in Christ or in him. The Apostle Paul explained that anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 The Apostle John wrote, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. John 1.12 He also wrote, See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us, that we would be called children of God, and such we are. 1 John 3.1 no amount of effort on your part can save you, and neither can any religious activity, no matter how well-intentioned. We are saved by faith, by what we choose to believe. All that remains for us to do is put our trust in the finished work of Christ. For by grace you have been saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2, 8-9 If you have never received Christ, you can do so right now. God knows the thoughts and intentions of your heart, so all you have to do is put your trust in God alone. You can express your decision in a prayer as follows. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. I acknowledge that I have sinned and that I cannot save myself. I believe that Jesus came to give me life, and by faith I now choose to receive you in my life as my Lord and Savior. May the power of your indwelling presence enable me to be the person you created me to be. I pray that you would grant me repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth, so that I can experience my freedom in Christ and be transformed by the renewing of my mind. In Jesus' precious name I pray, amen. Paul wrote, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10, Romans 10, 9. Do you believe that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead? Did you invite Jesus to be your Lord and Savior? Then you are a child of God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Romans eight thirty five. 
And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. 1 John 5:11-13. Your heavenly Father has sent his Holy Spirit to bear witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. Romans 8:16. You are sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise. Ephesians 1:13. The Holy Spirit will guide you in all truth. John 16:13. Since we are all born dead spiritually in our trespasses and sin, Ephesians 2.1, we had neither the presence of God in our lives nor the knowledge of his ways. Consequently, we all learn to live independently of God. When we became new creations in Christ, our minds were not instantly renewed. That is why Paul wrote, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12.2 That is why new Christians struggle with many of the same old thoughts and habits. The minds have been previously programmed to live independently of God, and that is the chief characteristic of our flesh, As new creations in Christ, we have the mind of Christ, and the Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth. To experience our freedom in Christ and grow in the grace of God um, requires repentance, which literally means a change of mind. God will enable that process as we submit to him. Resist the devil, James 4, 7. The steps to the freedom in Christ are designed to help you do that. Submitting to God is the critical issue. He is the wonderful counselor and the one who grants repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. 2 Timothy 2.24-26 The steps cover seven critical issues that affect our relationship with God. We will not experience our freedom in Christ if we seek false guidance, believe lies, fail to forgive others as we have been forgiven, live in rebellion, respond in pride, fail to acknowledge our sin, and continue in the sins of our ancestors. He who conceals transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes, renounces them, will find compassion. Proverbs 28.13 Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart, but we have Renounce things hidden because of shame, not walking in craftiness or adultering the word of God, but by the manifestation of truth. 2 Corinthians 4, 1-2 Even though Satan is defeated, he still rules this world through a hierarchy of demons who tempt, accuse, and deceive those who fail to put on the armor of God, stand firm in their faith, and take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Our sanctuary is our identity and position in Christ. We have all the protection we need to live a victorious life. But if we fail to assume our responsibility and give ground to Satan, we will suffer the consequences of our sinful attitudes and actions. The good news is we can repent and reclaim all that we have in Christ, and that is what the steps will enable you to do.
The best way to go through the steps is to process them with a trained encourager. The book Discipleship Counseling explains the theology and process. However, you can also go through the steps on your own. Every step is explained, so you will have no trouble doing that. If you are in a group study, the leader will introduce each step after the discussion questions and ask you to pray the beginning prayer out loud. The rest you will process on your own. If you experience some mental interference, just ignore it and continue on. Thoughts such as, this isn't going to work, or I don't believe this, or blasphemous, condemning uh, condemning and accusing thoughts that have no power over you unless you believe them. They are just thoughts, and it doesn't make any difference if they originate from yourself, an external source, or from Satan and his demons. Such thoughts have no power over you unless you believe them. They will be resolved when you fully when you fully repented. The mind is the control center. You will not lose control if you can maintain control of your mind. The best way to do that, if you are being mentally harassed, is to just share it. Exposing the lies to the light breaks their power. The Apostle Paul wrote, Satan disguised himself as an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11.14 It is not uncommon for some to have thoughts or hear voices that claim to be friendly, offer companionship, or claim to be from God. They may even say that Jesus is Lord, but they cannot say that Jesus is their Lord. If there is any doubt about their origin, verbally ask God to show you the true nature of such a spirit guides. You don't want any spirit guide other than the Holy Spirit to guide you. Remember you are a child of God and seated with Christ in the heavenlies, spiritual realm. That means you have the authority to do power uh, and power to do his will. The steps don't set you free. Jesus sets you free. And you have progressively experienced that freedom as you respond to him in faith and repentance. Don't worry about any demonic interference. Most do not experience any. It doesn't make any difference if Satan has a little role or a bigger role. The critical issue is your relationship with God and that is what you are resolving. This is a ministry of reconciliation. Once those issues are resolved, Satan has no right to remain. Successfully completing this repentance process is not an end. It is a beginning of growth. Unless these issues are resolved, however, the growth process will be stalled and your Christian life will be stagnant, breaking mental strongholds. On a separate piece of paper, you can write down any false beliefs and lies that surface during the steps, especially those that are not true about yourself or and God. When you are finished, verbally say for each exposed falsehood, I renounce that lie, and I announced that truth. It may be best to have the encourager keep this list for you if you are being led by another through the steps. We strongly recommend that you repeat the process of renouncing lies and choosing truth for 40 days since we are transformed by the renewing of our minds, Romans 12:2, And it is very easy to defer back to the old flesh patterns when tempted. Processing these steps will play a major role in your journey of becoming more and more like Jesus so that you can be a fruitful disciple. The purpose is to become firmly rooted in Christ it doesn't take long to establish your identity and the freedom in Christ, but there is no such thing as 
instant maturity. Renewing your mind and conforming to the image of God is a lifelong process. May God grace you with his presence and seek you and seek to do his will. Once you have experienced your freedom in Christ, you can help others experience joy in of their salvation. You are now ready to begin the steps by saying the prayer and declaration below. Dear Heavenly Father, you are present in this room and in my life. You alone are all-knowing, all-powerful, and present everywhere, and I worship you alone. I declare my dependency upon you, for apart from you I can do nothing. I choose to believe your word, which teaches that all authority in heaven and on earth belongs to the resurrected Christ. And being alive in Christ, I have the authority to resist the devil as I submit to you. I ask that you fill me with your Holy Spirit and guide me into all truth. I ask for your complete protection and guidance as I seek you now and do your will. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.